Hey, Kaden. Yes, mommy. It's time for the She's About Business show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, it's your host, Aethea Garns, the She and She's About Business. I hope you guys are doing great this week. And this week's episode is brought to you by my new motivational series available only on the She's About Business YouTube channel. It's entitled Three Things to Impact Your Life Today, and it will be available to you on YouTube every other Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The very first episode will be available on tomorrow. So please check it out there. I hope you guys will be uplifted and impacted. And as you guys know, this is season three of the show, and it's dedicated to highlighting savvy moguls who are making moves. And it's been an amazing journey so far. I'm actually thinking about making this the last episode of the season where I feature a guest. The great thing about building your own platform is that you totally control how it flows. If I do, in fact, decide to do that, then what a great way to end with a bang because my guest today is simply phenomenal. So welcome to season three, episode 12 of the award-winning She's About Business show, aka The Sab Show, giving all honor to God for all of his amazing blessings and to my Savior, Jesus Christ, just for being who he is in my life. And of course, thanks to all of you, my fabulous sisters and fabulous fellas for tuning in and for supporting the show on the various platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Automatic, TuneIn, Spotify, and the list goes on and on everywhere that you get your podcast fixed. I couldn't keep on doing this without you guys, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Now, my phenomenal guest today is Alchemia Earth who is a holistic health and wellness coach, a master subtle energy practitioner, and an all-around health game changer. Alchemia is an advocate for a lifestyle that advocates wellness of mind, body, and spirit. She lives and teaches the health benefits of a plant-based vegan lifestyle, not just for the body, but for the mind and spirit as well, and has followed the teachings of masters such as Dr. C.B., studying the damage that chemical additives and preservatives can cause to the body and mind. Alchemia is the mother to five children and was able to heal her daughter's eczema and cure her own anemia as well as rehabilitate herself from years of insomnia, high stress and anxiety, low blood sugar, low energy and depression. She broke a sugar addiction and was even able to overcome an ovarian cyst. Wow. Alchemia has gone on to create a unique method that has transformed many lives by helping others overcome diabetes, high blood pressure, arthritis, depression, anxiety, acne, inflammation, food addictions, high cholesterol, digestive issues, obesity, low energy, poor vision, and even tumors. And the list goes on. Alchemia's skills as a raw vegan chef led her to be the private chef and energy practitioner for NBA All-Star Wilson Chandler for a season and to be invited to present at the White House during the Obama administration, where she was honored to meet President and First Lady Obama. Please help me welcome Alchemia to the show.
Alchemia Earth, thank you so much for being on the She's About Business show. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Diapia. Oh, you're welcome. I really appreciate you. You have so much great information. From the first time that I met you, I knew that you would be amazing on the show. So thank you again for taking the time to stop by. So I've already read your amazing bio, so everybody kind of knows a little bit about you. But first question, I wanted to get a little bit deeper and hear in your own words what you feel your mission is and why you do what you do and who is it that you serve? Well, I help successful powerhouse women design a healthy, balanced, high vibrational lifestyle Ooh. so they can show up confident and access their highest potential. I love so, it. <laughs> so that's like a, my mission. And um, that's what I'm really passionate about. And, um, you know, my focus is all about, it's all focused on lifestyle. So, you know, I incorporate food, I incorporate self-care and just creating that framework of design, which is getting to know ourselves on a deeper level and making that transformation. Right. Well, we definitely have that in common. I'm all about that. So it's like that mind, body, spirit type thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. See, I I believe in the holistic approach to everything in life. And I believe that true change happens when we access change on all levels of our being. And we're not just one dimensional beings. You know, we, we are more than just our physical bodies. We exist on more than one level. And the four main planes that we exist that most of us are mostly can relate to are the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So um, for me, in order for change to actually take a long lasting effect, which is true change, we have to access um, ourselves on every level of being and and create that change on on all levels, which is mind, body, and spirit. I agree with that. Absolutely. So what got you started on this journey? Like, why is it that you do what you do? You know, I was my biggest motivator, I guess, for it. And, um, you know, life is a journey, right? So for me, I guess I could say I started to wake up a little bit, you know, when I was 15 and um, just sort of, you know, was just questioning the world in general. And um, it's interesting because at that time, you know, in my, in my early teens around 14, I started listening to conscious hip hop, which had an effect on just the way I was um, observing life, you know, Mm -hmm listening to top 40 radio is very different than listening to conscious hip hop. Conscious hip hop (laughs) is, is, you know, was born out of, um, you know, a very beautiful root and its whole, its whole basis and premise is all about, um, higher health and just, you know, consciousness in general. And, you know, hip hop actually means intelligent movement. So Mm. that had a big influence just on my perspective of life and, and made me look a little deeper just about life itself. And, you know, for me, I started to just kind of look at the fast food culture. I had a job at Wendy's and, you know, I started to realize and observe who was coming in to buy the food, what they looked like, what their energy was resonating like. Um, And so I made that first leap, which was giving up all fast food at the age of about 15, 16. I gave up all fast food, all soda. um, And then moving towards my, my early 20s, I picked up a dictionary of food additives and preservatives. And um, the fact that there's an entire dictionary about food additives and preservatives, <laughs> you know, is, is, is a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah, it really does. So I'm, in, I'm studying a dictionary about what's in my food is, you know, words I can't pronounce. And then I'm taking it a little step further and I'm, you know, I'm looking at, you know, what the effect is on the human body, if the side effects of these 
of these chemical ingredients and preservatives, additives. And so, um, you know, fast forward to, you know, maybe my mid twenties, you know, I became a mother when I was 19. You know, my oldest daughter was born with eczema. And then when I had my fourth child, she was born with um, eczema as well. And it was just one of the worst cases I had personally experienced. And I just used to feel so, so horrible for her. She would wake up in the middle of the night and just, you know, she's only two years old and she would scratch, 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 you know. Um, so around that time, I was actually studying skin and just um, natural remedies for skin. And so I started making all my own skincare products. And, um, you know, it helped a little bit, definitely helped relieve and kind of heal, but it still wasn't actually the cure. And right. so um, parallel to her, you know, uh, health issues, I had a handful of my own, you know, I was diagnosed with anemia when I was uh, 12. And um, I was also diagnosed with low blood pressure. I was an athlete. So working with both of those things as an athlete was really hard for me. It just keeping up my energy levels. And then that just got worse as I, you know, um, became a mother and was pregnant and breastfeeding and all of that. So um, I was just determined to get my health under control. I, I just was chronically tired all the time. I suffered from insomnia. I had a really bad sugar addiction. Um, and so, yeah, for me, I just had a higher calling just to get it together. And so I started really, really buckling down on my research and um, I became kind of my first guinea pig. Um, came across <laughs> some of it. Yeah. So I started studying, you know, the alkaline lifestyle. Um, specifically, I have to take my hats off to Dr. Sabi because um, if it weren't for me coming across his work, um, I definitely would not be where I'm at. And so I essentially decided to, you know, go plant-based um, and adopt a, you know, vegan lifestyle. And um, with that lifestyle, you know, because I think a lot of people when they hear vegan, you know, with all the stuff that's out today, there's processed foods just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. But when I went initially vegan, it was completely alkaline, completely whole foods. Um, and so within two months, my daughter's eczema completely cleared up after two years of her suffering from it. Wow. And, um, you know, um, it took a few months for me to get the anemia under control. But um, yeah, I was able to reverse all of my health ailments and um, and my daughters. And so, yeah, that was what health just took a new turn for me. That is so amazing. Oh, my goodness. I have so many questions to ask you. I think I shared a little bit with you about my journey, um, my weight loss journey. And I actually suffer from anemia really bad where I have to go and get the treatments done. Um, so, yeah, you and I need to talk a lot about <laughs> a lot of stuff off the air because I'll be asking you a million questions. But that is so like insightful. And I'm sure so many people out there, I know several people who suffer from, you know, eczema or their children suffer from eczema and, you know, mm -hmm. they give you the creams, it helps for a while and then it comes back and you just really don't know what to do. So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. that's amazing, you know, cause we know that we can change it based on what we eat, but we don't always know what to do. So to hear you you know, that you went through that process. It wasn't a quick or easy process, but you put the work in and you kept it up mm -hmm. until you figured it out. Basically, right. is what I hear you saying. And now you're able to teach other people how to do that. I think that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And it's so funny how we get that, that calling a lot of times at a very young age. Like you don't know, because the same thing happened to me. Like I was a little girl and I'm like, one day I want to help women and young girls. And it's like, you don't know exactly what you're doing it for. You don't know why you're questioning these mm -hmm. things at 14 and 15. 
But now that you look back, you understand that that was all a part of what you were going to be doing. It's so amazing, right? Mm, it really is. Yeah. And, you know, to tell you the truth, when I was young, my dad, you know, when he asked me what I wanted to do growing up, I said I wanted to be a brain surgeon. <laughs> so <laughs> that quickly changed when I saw, um, you know, some footage online of a surgery. I saw my mom give birth for the second time and I was like, just no, like, uh, you. you know what? <laughs> There's a way we could do some sort of non-invasive surgery, which is like what I do now, you know, it's like absolutely because <laughs> yeah. in, in, in preparation, you know, to get ready for our interview, I did a lot of research and I'm like, this stuff is really deep. Like when you start to figure out how your food is affecting you, like it really is. Well, me. you know, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. It's it's deeper than just the plate. That's for sure. Right. Um, we are sort of programmed to, you know, um, you know, our stuff, we get hungry, we feel a little bit of hunger, come on. And we just, you know, we run to the kitchen or we run through the drive through and we order what we want or we, we whip up something real quick or just, you know, um, we pull something out of the freezer, throw it in the microwave and then our stomach is full. And then it's a cycle of, you know, on repeat, but, you know, food is, is, is deep. You know, when we talk about even uh, women and, you know, just the meaning of food being nourishment and how it's, you know, um, for a lot of black families has been kind of the center of uh, our gatherings and, um, and, and people in general, you know, it's not just, you know, you know, women of color. I mean, it's sort of like what people, when we gather, it's usually around food and, um, and it's one of the daily interactions that we have with ourselves and one of the daily conversations that we have. So the deeper question is what is our relationship with food? Because we're interacting with it several times a day you know, so we want it to be a healthy one. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Ooh, I, I hate to have to move on, but let's remember that, that relationship with food, because I want to get back to that. But let mm. me go on to question two. It's been said that over 90% of people have some type of entrepreneurial dream, but only about 15% take the leap. What mm. was it that finally made you do it? And did you always know you would be successful? I think you kind of gave us a little bit of that with you had a lot of motivation to do it. But mm. what was it that finally just made you say, you know what, I'm going to do this. And did you always know that you would be successful at what you're doing? Mm. Yeah, you know, that's a really good question. And they say 15% is only successful. I, you know, um, most of us are dreamers. We all have that ability to dream and, you know, really vision something much higher for ourselves. Um, but the difference between a dreamer and a manifester is there's that action piece. Right. Um, and are we willing to actually go the extra mile and do what it takes to achieve what it is our dream is? And most of us, um, you know, the dreaming part's what's easy, right? And so the reason why 15% is only successful is because most of us get to a certain point where we just give up, you know, um, or where we succumb to our old patterns, um, whatever the reason. And so it takes a lot of strong, it takes will, it takes determination, it takes persistence, and more, more importantly, it takes consistency. Yeah. So that consistency is what builds the daily practice, and that becomes your lifestyle. And I, I felt like for me, there was no other option. So I knew I was going to be successful at it just because there was no other option for me. You know, I needed to, I needed this for myself and I needed to bring this information to other people. Yeah, definitely. And I, I got to a place where I felt that way too. It was like, I could not live another day 
if I didn't, as the, as the young kids say these days, shoot my shot, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't, I could not continue to live without doing this. So I definitely understand, you know, what you're saying. And I think that some people just seem to have a high um, tolerance for being able to just go with the humdrum and, you know, they're not really happy, but they just keep doing it. And I think some of us that 15% say, Hey, listen, I have to do it. There's no other option. So it's about, yeah, it's about ex- ex- exiting your comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. So now it's time for the fun part because I actually get to pick a question for you. Oh, okay. Yay. So let's see what we get. So I put some questions in here that were specifically designed for you. Like I said, I did my research to try to, you know, get a little bit knowledgeable about this. I'm not the best at this, but I'm learning. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. (laughs) All right, let's see. Okay, this is a great question. I'm so glad this one came out. But, um, you know, like I said, I am also definitely a believer in the whole mind, body, spirit, you know, theory. And there's a lot of evidence that suggests that diet is as important to mental health as it is to, say, cardiology, right? Mm-hmm. And your mentor, Dr. Sabi, believed that mucus occurring in the brain, for instance, caused many mental disorders such as dementia. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the connection between the two, between, you know, the foods that we eat and mental health? And yeah. like we are just talking about, like, the relationship between you know, how we think and and food, basically. Right. So, you know, um, from a holistic perspective, when we're talking about like the emotional uh, part of us and the physical part of us, the mental part of us, those are not, we're not, they're not disconnected in any way. We're like a web. So everything is interconnected. Um, If one system is affected, surely the other systems will be affected. Mm -hmm. Um, So with food, you know, food carries not only frequent, a unique frequency, um, but, you know, depending on what we're eating, those frequencies are going to be a good match for, you know, our bodies, which also is all energy. And, you know, energy is simply a travel in vibrations and frequencies. So um, to answer your question, yeah, absolutely. The food we have um, eat does have a, a direct effect on our emotional well-being, our mental well-being. Um, you know, it's been proven multiple times with science that there are certain or tons of different food additives and preservatives that will actually alter your mood. And, you know, it's interesting. Most of us are actually suffering from a lack of minerals. You know, the human body is comprised of uh, just over a hundred minerals and just having a deficiency in one or two of these can dramatically, um, you know, really affect our mood. It could be, it could increase our depression. It can be, you know, we can become um, susceptible to, you know, hormonal changes and hormonal mood swings. So it really does um, affect us on an emotional level for sure. So give us an, a, a couple of examples of like a couple of minerals that we could be lacking that could affect our moods. Yeah. I mean, iron, like for instance, is one of them, right? Um, yeah. And so when we're lacking in iron, um, you know, it makes us, it makes us like, feel exhausted. It makes us, mm-hmm. it feels like we have no energy. And what's really going on is, you know, that iron is responsible for the red blood cells. Um, and those red blood cells carry oxygen to and from throughout the body and deliver oxygen to the organs. And so when we're just lacking red blood cells, um, you know, obviously our oxygen counts going down. And so you could see how that domino effect right there just can affect our energy in general. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. And I told you with my story, 
I got a call from my doctor and he was like, I need you to get to the emergency room right now. Like you literally have almost no iron in your body. Like he said that I could have died. And so I told you that I had been like that for so long that I I did feel tired all the time, but it was my normal. So, you know, I just thought that, okay, I'm getting older. I'm just feeling tired, you know, Mm -hmm. and I had learned how to operate that way. I don't know how I did it when he showed me the numbers of what it was and what it should have been. I absolutely don't know how I was being a mom and going to the schools every day. You know, I don't know how I was doing that working full time. He was like, how are you walking around like this? I think I had like 4% and I should have had like 18. I don't remember, but it was very low. So I definitely know firsthand um, how that, you know, the lack of that mineral makes you feel. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But give us one more. Give yeah. Us- so, so like zinc, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if we have a zinc deficiency, it can cause loss of appetite. So we could feel like we just don't want to eat. Um, it can affect how we smell things. It can affect how we taste things. Um, it actually decreases our, our function of the immune system. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it slows the growth of other of other symptoms. So, you know, um, it can also cause like side effects like diarrhea. We could be losing hair because we have a zinc oh, wow. deficiency and can cause impotence. So, um, you know, yeah, and, and zinc, is, it plays a major role <laughs> in, in, in also, you know, healing wounds. So okay. you can see that something as simple as what we think is, Oh, you know, zinc, whatever, you know, we don't know what it is, but they all play a very vital role in our system. Yeah. Yeah, so it's important that we get them. Absolutely. And I know one of the side effects too with the iron is that my hair did start to fall out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I, it's taken me two years now to, you know, get, get it to grow back and two years of treatment. So it, it definitely mm-hmm. can be devastating. Right. Thank you for that. That was great information. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to pull another question out. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So this is a good one too. Um, I always say that. I know everybody listens. Like she always says, all of her questions are good. <laughs> but um, there may be people out there who are thinking that a total, you know, alkaline diet or going without meat is just too stringent, right? Like myself, I I, I think that I'm not there yet mentally. But mm-hmm. it may be many things that they can do to take small steps in the right direction. So what are some of the most beneficial things that people can do to begin seeing improvements in their skin, hair, and just overall health without taking the big leap immediately? Like what are some small steps that they can take to get, you know, some big impact? Right, right. That's a really good question. Um, you know, I believe in starting and, you know, really accepting where we're starting from. And so I'm a, I'm a big believer in meeting people where they're at and taking them yes. just a step higher, right? So we have an overall goal of where we want to be, but then it's just taking those steps to get there. Um, and it is about a journey. So for me, a blender has been a godsend. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you can't really use any excuses, which is the common excuses that we allow ourselves to get on our own way to achieving our goals. So if you have a blender, you can just throw in your fruits and vegetables, make a smoothie and drink that. And then I always tell my clients, if you can drink a blender full of just blended fruits and vegetables a day, you're already 
improving your health 100%. <laughs> just, just by taking that one small action, you're going to notice a huge difference. I had a client, matter of fact, um, a few years back, and he came to me with um, blood work. He had just seen his doctor, and he had a bunch of blood you know, drawn and had all his numbers come back, and they weren't looking good. He had high cholesterol. He had some mineral deficiencies. He had um, you know, a little bit of arthritis going on and just, you know, he was an older man. So for him, this is like just what old age looks like, you know, and that's right. another also very disempowering statement we need to erase. But, um, yeah. so, you know, I told him just, you know, of course the ultimate goal was eating a certain way, but we took certain action steps within just his first week by increasing his water. I had him put a little spirulina in his water and drink, um, double, triple his intake of water. And then um, I had him eat two pints, two pints of blueberries a day. And um, I had him eliminate just like, you know, one or two things out of, out of, his, out of his way of eating. And um, I tell you, just from doing those, one, those, those few tweaks, he was already feeling 50% better just with those few tweaks. So um, you'd be surprised just by, you know, for me, I live by the quote, you know, imperfect action is better than perfect non-action. Mm, I like that. Repeat that. Yeah. Imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. I love that. Mm -hmm. And that's very true. That's very true. So again, we don't have to do a perfect the first way and go out and throw everything away and spend all this, you know, no, we don't have to do any of that. You know, again, have a goal and, and set a goal. So maybe this week you're, you're eliminating one thing and adding something. So, you know, take, take your steps. That's great. And I, and I agree with you, too. Like a lot of times people will say once they reach, reach a certain age or, you know, a certain weight or whatever, they just give up and they feel like, you know, this is just a part of getting older. You know, I've gotten too big. I can't reverse it. Like anything can be reversed. I believe that, you know, you can take steps to improve no matter how far you've gotten off track. I mean, would you agree with that? Like, Oh, absolutely. And, you know, one of the first things I teach people when they, you know, when they work with me on a deeper level with transformation is we got to get that internal blueprint in check because what you just said, I heard, I heard some of the things that people say in their minds that they have heard. Um, I'm, I'm just, this is just old age or I'm to this and I'm to that. See, that's the first thing we have to nip in the butt because if we don't have the mindset right, see, we all come with an internal blueprint and our blueprint is, is essentially our programming. And the blueprint or the subconscious job of our mind is it, it, it's responsible for making sure that our life adheres to its programming. And so growing up, most of us have heard um, negative you know, statements around health. Um, most of us have seen negative things around health. And we just simply, as children, we learn to mimic what we've seen, what we've heard. And that essentially becomes our programming mixed in with a little bit of a you know, environment. So right. um, we have to go in and actually see where we are at with our blueprint and most of us have a you know some negative negative connections to what health looks like and so absolutely we gotta we gotta nip that in the butt um get that mindset right reprogram our our subconscious so we can actually be successful with our goal achieving absolutely. our goal because you hear you know your mother had high blood pressure your grandma had it you know so you're gonna get it or they had diabetes so you're gonna get it that's not necessarily true oh and, right exactly yeah. And you, you know, I, I was reading that Dr. Sabi before he went on his journey, he had many, many, you know, illnesses. So what if he would have just given up, you know, he wouldn't have been able to come up with this groundbreaking research that he was able to pass on and leave as a legacy if he would have just 
given up and kept the arthritis. And I think he had diabetes and all kinds of stuff. But he said, no, I want to heal. I want to become better. So he didn't give up and he added years to his life. Oh, exactly. And, you know, that's it's really powerful what you just said, because when people understand that um, the subcon- if the subconscious mind has to choose between logic and deeply rooted emotions, emotions will almost always win. And yeah. the things that we, you know, when we talk about the subconscious mind, there's three aspects of conditioning that or influences that actually affect that. And it's our verbal programming. So what did we hear when we grew up? It's the modeling. So what did we see when we were growing up? Mm. And then specific incidents. So like, what did we experience when we were young? And um, that essentially is sort of the formula for our programming in our subconscious mind. And that programming is always going to create a belief. And those beliefs create thoughts and thoughts create emotions. Emotions will drive our actions. And from actions, we get our results. So you can see how that formula is key to understanding how to be successful in anything we set forth to do. That is, that is the formula. I hope Mm -hmm. they get that. I hope they get that. That was very powerful because, you know, you and I know that, you know, even if you have a logical thought, right. You have the knowledge, what you believe, like you just said, you Mm -hmm. know, and especially if it's, if it's an emotional belief, it's going to always make you act quicker than what you actually know to be true. Right. And that's why you shouldn't act out of your emotions, but people do it all the time. And I try to teach my clients that, and I'm sure you do as well, but that was beautiful the way that you stated that. I don't ask you to repeat that because it was so much, but I hope people will rewind and get that because that was beautiful and it was very powerful. So yeah, thank you for that. And that mm-hmm. is so true. That was that was like a success blueprint right there. You just gave them everything they need right there. Right. That's right. <laughs> that's that's the key. That's the formula, you know. So okay. our thoughts are very powerful and long story short, um, you know, we are emotional beings. There's really no way around that and that's why, you know, you have the marketing and you know, they're all geared towards our emotional center. And so the key is not really not operating from an emotional center, but the key is again reprogramming our subconscious so that our beliefs change so that the thoughts that come from our beliefs change which creates new emotions which drives new actions and ultimately new results amen i love it yes girl <laughs> all right oh girl i could talk to you all day <laughs> <laughs> i know I, gotta, I know i gotta move on but get my tea i know oh. all right so let me pull out one more question this is my last one to pull out um I'm telling you, my mind is just racing with so many questions. I tell everybody that they have to come back, but I'm telling you, you have got to come back. I have <laughs> a million questions for you. Okay. All right, let's see what the, what the last one out mm-hmm. of my little head is going to be. All right, so for the first time in history, Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss Universe are all Black women. It's an amazing time to be a woman of any race. What do you feel is the most important thing that we, sh- we should be teaching young girls today? And I know you're a mom. So what mm. do you think is the most important thing? There's many things that we could be teaching them, but what do you think is the most important thing that we could be te- should be teaching young girls today? Mm. That's a deep question. I think um, we, what we should be teaching our, our young women is just the power that they have. Mm. You know, um, when we empower our, our daughters, um, at a young age, there's really no stopping them. And what I mean by empowerment is really understanding how words affect everything. You know, one of my 
my favorite books in the world is Hidden Messages in Water. And it's written by um, Dr. Masoro Emoto. And I reference his work a lot in my program. And um, the reason why his work is so important is he spent over 20 years researching water and the effect frequencies vibration had on water. And he took it as far as not only playing music and seeing what kind of tones and frequencies would affect water, but also words and intention. And he, um, for instance, so he would take a sample of water and, you know, say for 30 days, the same phrase or the same word to the water, like love, gratitude, or even something negative, like I hate you, um, or you fool or something like that. And then he would, you know, freeze the water. So they would, you know, create water crystals and then photograph them. And anything that was, you know, said with something that was, you know, had positive vibration to it, like love and gratitude would create beautiful crystals. And then anything that had something negative said to it would create deformed crystals. And then anything that had no attention at all to it, um, positive or negative, wouldn't grow anything. So it was very interesting. Um, so we need to teach our daughters, you know, um, the power and that blueprint system initially that we have, because we understand that we're programming our kids um, at a very young age from age zero to six is where the main program happens. So everything that we do, everything that we say is recorded by the subconscious, even though you may not consciously, you know, pick it up. And I tell you how powerful the human mind is, is when I say that your subconscious will record anything and everything, it's absolutely true. Our, for instance, our smell, we can only smell certain, um, you know, we have a certain range of smell. We have a certain, you know, range of, of hearing. Um, so there may be actually 30 smells going on in a room at once, but you're consciously only picking up maybe two or three. Those 30 smells are recorded into the subconscious mind. So what we expose our children to, the beliefs that they grow up with, is what's going to drive their thoughts. It's what's going to create their emotions. It's what's going to drive their actions and what's going to create the results. Wow. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and I've actually heard of that study. I read about a study that's similar. Um, there's this ancient Hawaiian forgiveness prayer mm. at a doctor. I can't remember the name of the prayer, but I'm sure you could probably Google it. But he worked at a mental hospital where they were not having any results. And, you know, they were saying that the people were, you know, just lost causes, nobody could help them. And he went in to this hospital with this prayer and he would call each person in, wouldn't even touch them. And he would say this simple prayer and the people began to be healed. And it was, it's so simple. I believe it's, I'm sorry, please mm -hmm. forgive me. Thank you. I love you if I'm not mm. mistaken. I think it's just, just that simple. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And he would just say it over and over and over and over again to these people. Mm. And I think that one of the things that bothers me the most in my work that I do in mental health and even in my personal life with family and friends are the things that they say sometimes. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, I'm joking. You know, oh, I was just and I'm like, your words have so much power. Mm. You mm -hmm. have to be so careful, you know, and especially when you're dealing or talking to my children, you know, even if you're just joking, there are certain things that I don't want you to say to my kids, right? you know, right. or mm -hmm. to me, because people can speak things over your life 
-hmm. and they don't even know that they're doing it. Sometimes they do know that they're doing it, or maybe you don't even know. There may be curses and things spoken Mm -hmm. over your life that you're not even aware of. That's right. You know, and people are trying to overcome things Mm -hmm. that were done with words. Mm, Yeah. Well, what they say, we were taught growing up that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us. And I think that's probably one of the biggest lies I ever heard growing up. You know, um, because words are very powerful. Absolutely. They do carry its energy, its frequency, its vibration. And and even more so words, you know, thoughts as well, you know. So you may not be saying it, but if you're thinking it, your intention will also travel the the same way that your, you know, the vibration of words will. So um, this is all about, you know, cleaning up the game within ourselves, Um, you know, to change the world, we have to change ourselves. And, um, you know, to kind of, you know, add on one last thing, what you're saying about the daughters, you know, um, it's, we are stepping into right now a huge, you know, um, divine feminine awakening. And um, I think it's beautiful. So we're going to see a huge shift just with the consciousness of the planet as, um, you know, the divine feminine and the divine masculine both are being cleansed and awoken to a level that we've never seen before. So it's an exciting time to be alive. (laughs) Yeah, it is definitely an exciting time to be alive. And I always say, you know, I I don't know much about like the whole feminist movement and things like that. I'm not, you know, into that, I guess. But Mm -hmm. I do know that, you know, it's it's an amazing thing to be a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we should be proud of. And it's also an amazing thing to be a woman in in the space of a man. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. like you know, like one is not better than the other. Yeah. And so to be in a place where we can finally say, you know what, I'm okay. Like I'm okay being a woman. I'm not a lesser species. And I'm okay being black. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and guess what? It's okay that you're okay being white. You should mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. That That's okay with me. As long as we're not in disagreement or in opposition to each other, then it's okay. It's, I, I just think that it's a good time for everybody as long as we're all willing to be in harmony. That's and right. And, and health is harmony. That's all it is. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. And that's why, I, you know, I was telling you, that's why I'm doing this, you know, with this particular um, season, you know, just bringing other people on because it's all about harmony. Because mm-hmm. what you delivered today, I'm telling you, has been amazing. And I couldn't do this without you, you know? I don't have this knowledge. So it's like, okay, I created this platform, but let me, you know, bring these other amazing people on to be able to share with my listeners because I can't do it all by myself. So, you know, thank you so much. You have given so much amazing and wonderful information and I truly appreciate you. So my last question is like, I know that people are going to want to look you up, you know, possibly work with you, learn more about you, get in touch with you. You know, how can they reach out to you and what are you doing next? Like what's going on with you? We want to make, make sure that we can keep in touch with you. Yes. Um, so I have a website. It's um, out my name, alchemiaearth.com. So A-L-K-E-M-I-A, earth, like the planet earth.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, right now I'm just really focused on my, um, you know, helping other women, like I said, take their health higher and design a lifestyle, um, a healthy, balanced lifestyle in all aspects of their being. Um, and so I have a program, 28 Days to Plant-Based Higher Health. And it's basically like a six-week online course where 
you get to work with me. Um, and you know, we kind of dive deep. I dove deep a little bit into like the reprogramming of the subconscious mind and all of that, but we dive really deep in on several subjects like, you know, blueprint programming, um, holistic well-being. We talk about, you know, alkaline foods and acidic foods, fermented foods, whole foods, and um, how to create a natural home and natural lifestyle and the power of herbs and all of that good stuff. So Awesome. That sounds very, very, very mm-hmm. good. It sounds like something I need to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. So it's really, really enlightening program. It's really fun. Um, there's, you know, it's very hands-on. So you don't just get to listen to me blab away, you know, every week, but um, it's something that you're actually implementing and doing and learning. And, you know, you have action steps and, and at the same time, you're transforming. comes with um, a meal plan and okay. a transitional guide. And so, you got everything you need. And you got to be ready to actually do the work and take action. It's not. Oh, really absolutely. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those programs, it's like you just read the notes. You just, no, you got to actually be ready to take action and do the work for this program, which is the best kind. Oh, yeah. It's the best kind. We got, like I said, this, that 15%, you know, when we talked about that earlier, it's the action right. piece and the That's persistence right. and the consistency. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This has been very enlightening and amazing. Thank you for your just wisdom. You've brought so much wisdom and you're just amazing. And I really appreciate you gracing the microphone here at the She's About Business show with your presence. And I honestly hope that you will come back because I have so many more questions that, you know, I know that people can use, um, you know, and we definitely want to continue to keep in touch with you. Well, thank you so much, Diathea. I really was honored. Thank you. Thank Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we will talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Talk soon. The She's About Business show is directed and hosted by Diathea Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Gas Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit she'saboutbusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.